This is a 98FM podcast. Senator Fergal Quinn, um, as you know, he's the founder of Super Quinn, but he said that the minimum wage, and it is 865 an hour, he, sh- he said it should be scrapped to allow people to work for whatever they can get. Controversial, maybe, but does he have, you know, is it inspirational idea? He believes because in Ireland we have one of the highest... Um, rates of minimum wage in the EU. It stops employers taking on staff and if it was lowered that we would have more employment. It wouldn't be running at just over 14%. He thinks more people would, would be able to avail of jobs if employers, you know, could pay lower money. So, what he's saying is minimum wage should be scrapped to allow people work for whatever they can. Should it be scrapped? That's what I'm asking you. Should minimum wage be scrapped or not is this an absolutely barking mad idea 1850 22 98 98 give me a call on that or text me on 53981 so 1850 22 98 98 or text me on 53981 should minimum wage be scrapped or not Sean you're very welcome to the show how are you not too bad John yourself good thanks what do you think it's a barking mad idea as you said why so well, I study economics, Joan, and it just can't work. Let's take uh, the most popular example, China, mm. which is famous for its low wage rates. That's actually slowly but surely creeping up. But there's a number of reasons why it would be particularly flawed in Ireland. The first, the first thing, of course, is the actual the price it costs you to live. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, how much does your groceries cost mm-hmm. you every week? You know what I mean? Yes, yeah, so the cost of living is too high. All right. The cost of living is far too high. The second thing that's wrong with that, it's not necessarily actually going to create more jobs. Why not? An employer is going to employ the amount of people that he or she needs to make the company work. So let's say you set up a company that makes tables and it takes four people to make tables for you. Mm. And you, ha- you, if you if you have to pay them the 865 an hour, that's you're going to pay them. But let's say, now those four people are producing 100 tables for you every week. Yeah. It's going to cost you too much in terms of materials to produce more than 100 a week and it's going you're not going to make enough money if you produce less than 100 100 tables a week. Would you not be more competitive? No. Because all you're going to do is you're going to increase your profit margins. Yeah. That's all that's going to happen. You're not going to like the the point Fergal Quinn was making is that it's, it's create more jobs, but it wouldn't because at the end of the day if you only need four people to make the table for you you're only going to employ four people to take the, to make the table for you. And if you can employ them for five euros an hour instead of 8.65, well, it's all the better for you because you can still charge the same price for the table. <laughs> but, do you, but, yeah, but do you not think that you would be able to produce those ta- tables cheaper? You would be able to supply them cheaper. Y- you know, you wouldn't have to take such a, a large profit margin and you would probably be able to compete with people with stuff coming in from China, let's say. Well, let, 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 let's let's look at the situation. What businessman is going to, you know, what, what business person is going to actually say, oh, no, I'm actually going to cut down my profits? You know, at the end of the day, like, the, the example of China is, China is becoming less and less competitive. Like, the biggest amount of uh, companies that are in, in China at the moment are American-owned. And a lot of those American-owned companies are actually starting to bring their uh, companies back well, what about Germany? Germany doesn't pay minimum wage. Um, it, you know, it really, it is dictated by the market. So, 
um, and, and Fergal Quinn gave that. We're talking about minimum wage, by the way, of, of eight sixty-five. If you've just joined us, and, and should it be should it be scrapped? Fergal Quinn thinks it should be scrapped. That you should basically you should allow people to work for whatever they can get. Um, would would it mean, Sean, that people would just keep undercutting, undercutting till we had maybe paying somebody paying three euro an hour because somebody else would take it? Exactly. That's that's exactly what happened. I couldn't have put it better myself, John. So, in any way, shape, or form, losing minimum wage, do you think it could work? No, because it's been tried in China and it's been proven in China that it's not working. Germany is a unique example because they're dictating to the Eurozone and that's where most of their exports go is within the Eurozone. So it remains cheap for, say, Irish people to buy German products because of the Euro currency. There's no exchange rates there. You have the single German, currency. German products aren't cheap. In, in, to my recollection, I don't well, think German products are cheap. Certain, certain German products. Uh, yeah, I suppose you have to look at the transport costs of getting them here then as well. But um, that's why I'm using the example of China. You know, they're the best example you can use in terms of ridiculously low labour costs. And then you have to look at the hours people have to walk then to make a livable wage. Obviously, if if you got rid of minimum wage, other things would have to change as well. I don't know how the health system works in Germany, but I would be, I'm damn sure it doesn't cost as much to go to a doctor. Now, if anybody has lived in Germany or is German, any of our German listeners, 53981 is the text number 1850-22-9898. He also says, which is interesting, he says, I've always argued that a number of jobs don't exist at certain wages. So he is saying that, and I don't know whether he's talking about very lowly jobs, um, that you don't deserve eight sixty five an hour, um, but he's saying you know so we would have far more people working and willing to work if they were able to be paid a lower amount than the minimum amount. Well, that's not true. Now I work in retail myself, and uh, we, when when the store only opened, there was a lot of people employed, and the wages were actually above minimum wage. And a lot of people turned around and said, actually, no, I'm not going to keep the job because. I lose my medical card, I lose other social welfare benefits and I can get a five five or more a week on the Irish welfare system. So if it was a free-for-all, then benefits would have to be cut to match yeah, it? drastically. So it's never going to work? No. All right, interesting. Okay, Sean, good talking to you. Thanks a million. Thank you very much. This is what we're talking about. Thanks, thanks, Sean. Uh, Senator Fergal Quinn has said today that minimum wage that we pay in Ireland, it is 8.65 an hour at the moment, should be scrapped to allow people, and this is the interesting bit, he said to allow people to work for whatever they can get. He says the minimum wage, it's a barrier to people employing, and he said it's one of the highest in the EU, meaning, I suppose, that we're not competitive. He said we would have more people employed if there wasn't the barrier of the minimum wage. But do you agree? Should the minimum wage be scrapped or not? 1850-22-9898. Give me a call on that or text me on 53981. Do you think it is... Would you be able to live if the minimum wage was scrapped? Would it just mean... Uh, an absolute free for all would and I, I know unions is a dirty word at the moment is, is that what unions fought for though for years to have a minimum wage or do you think it's a good idea should there be a free economy where people can, people can say right I'll do that for a five or an hour and somebody else says no I'll do it for four euro an hour should minimum wage be scrapped or not 1850-22-9898 or text me on 53981 Dermot how are you doing? How are you John? Uh, what do you think? Um, when I first heard it and it's hard to know whether he's talking as Fergal Quinn, the, the politician, or the, the retailer. Mm. I mean, 
like if he wants this, if he wants people to work for less, the politician side of him should be saying yes, bring down the cost of living, because I mean the cost of living has just gone to extremes in this country. So it, it's it, it's a non-runner, you think? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, like all you have to do is listen to the news and speak to me. I mean, we all see it ourselves how much the cost of living has gone up. Well, it is. I mean, doctors are very dear. Yeah, the, um, VAT is at twenty three percent. Everything, foodstuffs have gone up. Basic foodstuffs have gone up as well, and people are finding it very hard to cope, even on social welfare. But if there was no minimum wage and there wasn't a barrier to doing so many hours of work, do you think that for some jobs, uh, people would be willing to work for less than minimum wage? They probably would, but I mean. They just you couldn't afford to do it. I mean, where do you where do you, where do you draw the line? Where do you stop? Like, if you're on five euros an hour, like, does that mean then like you'd have to work a hundred hours a week to get five hundred euros before tax, and then probably you'll probably take home between three and three fifty for a hundred hours a week? Like, there's only seven days in a week. Would it would it fuel the black economy again? Do you think, Dermot? Because I would imagine that an awful lot of people are doing nixers and not paying tax at the moment. So they are. There's an awful lot of undercutting going on. I mean, it, and it's 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 been going on through good times and bad, but especially in bad times, the black economy flourishes. So, um, do you think it would lead to more people working in the black economy? Oh, absolutely. I mean. There's no doubt about it. I mean, you, I can see it every day of the week. The black economy is absolutely thriving in this country at the moment. And it, it it's probably been the same. It's more so, more noticeable in the recession times, which is now. But, I mean, it's like... It, it, the, the black economy is being created by successive governments because of... Like, Ireland is so tied up in red tape. It's just incredible, you know? Um, would you would you understand somebody doing an Xer? Would you could you understand why people are giving the two fingers really and, and saying, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna get my social welfare, I'm gonna do a couple of Nixers, I'm not gonna pay tax on it, or I'm gonna work my job and work a couple of Nixers and mm. not pay tax because uh, I just can't afford to. Yeah, well, I mean, we can't be seen to condone it, but at the same time, you ha- I mean, it's common sense to understand that people have to do it. Like a lot of people are doing it out of free will and don't probably don't have to do it, but is, a lot of people are dependent on it. Is eight sixty five an hour? That is minimum wage at the moment. Now it was lowered by um, the last government, and then the government reversed a one euro cut to mm. the minimum wage after it took office in two thousand eleven. So they brought it back up, but it was it was brought down. Um, if it was brought down by a euro, even I mean, and if a company is saving. Uh, if they if they employ fifty people and they save fifty euro an hour, does that make a company more successful, more competitive? I wouldn't think so. I mean, yes, they can compete more with their rivals or whatever business they're in, but you know, it's not going to save them a fortune at the end of the day. Like the only thing it can help them is, yeah, it'll increase their turnover and probably the profit share or the, you know, the directors' dividends and all that. Like it's the ones at the top that will benefit the whole thing. So you don't think it would be you do, you don't think it would make uh, you don't think it would make companies more profitable and make and you make them employ more workers? No. No, I don't think. No, no, I, I wouldn't think that would come into the equation at all. I mean, it's it's one thing saving money, but like having to work for the extra workers is another question. You know, I mean, the big problem in the country is the cost of living. I mean, we can all see our ESP bills are 
every bill we have is going up. And I mean, like people that were living depending on you know the the cheap the cheap shopping there. You know, you, you go into one shop like. Since the scandal with the meat, we've all been pushed back to the local butcher. Which is probably a good thing. Well, it's probably a good thing for, for, for the local economy, at the, yeah. for the butcher, for the local butcher. Yeah. But I mean, it, like when you're going to do your grocery shopping, I mean, that's added a, couple, a few euro here and there to everybody's shopping, weekly shop. So, I mean, we are being hit. We're being squeezed left, right and centre. So you, you, just, you, don't, you don't think, Dermot, you don't think it's doable at all to lower minimum wage, even by a euro? I wouldn't think so. No, I mean, I, I, the only, I don't think. Like, who's it going to benefit? Only, only the the powers that be and and the directors of these companies. I couldn't see them taking on more people for it. But the man on the ground, the person doing the work, is the one that'll pay the price as usual. Okay. All right, Jeremy. Good talking to you. No bother, John. Thanks a lot. Does anybody be, does anybody think that minimum wage should be scrapped or not? Fergal Quinn, Senator Fergal Quinn, the founder of Super Quinn, um, thinks it should be. He said. Uh, the minimum wage of eight sixty five an hour should be scrapped to allow people to work for whatever they can. Now, wh- a line like that gives you visions of people scrambling um, for jobs, and it doesn't give a very nice visual. But we have one of the highest minimum wages in Europe, and it doesn't leave to it doesn't leave lead to very competitive business. He also said it's a barrier to employers hiring people, and that we could do much better if we lowered minimum wage. So. Should it be scrapped or not? It's eight sixty-five an hour. Uh, could people survive on less than minimum wage or not? Eighteen fifty twenty-two ninety-eight ninety-eight. Give me a call on that or text me on five three ninety-eight one. Just before uh, we get to Jim. I don't think minimum wage has done us any good, says Alan. Companies are overcharging for goods and services. You talked about it with someone from the Sunday Business Post the other week, Joan. These companies are blaming it. High salary costs, which is bull. They could finally get us some values for money in the country. Also, Andrea said, pennies, uh, which has flourished in the recession, has refused to pay their staff a 3% increase. If minimum wage was gone, it would play into the hands of employers who don't give a crap about their worker bees, says Andrea. Jim, you're on 98FM. How are you doing? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm very good, thanks. What do you think, Jim? I don't think... I don't agree the minimum wage should be scrapped. I do think it should be cut um, because 8.65, that was brought in when times were relatively good. Mm. I do think it's too high, but I don't think it should be scrapped because my concern would be if you scrapped it, then there is going to be an element of exploitation will come in. There is no doubt about it. So it becomes a bottomless pit then. You know, you reach rock bottom when it's two euro an hour or something like that. Yeah, because employers are just going to bring in, we'll go back to the days of employers bringing in cheap labour or, you know, they know that people out there are desperate. They know that the times are really hard and they'll play on it. Um. As I said, and I said it to Sean, and I, I do agree with you. I do agree with you. I wish I wish it weren't so, but I agree with you. Germany has no minimum wage and very low employment, and that is that is the the, the example that Fergal Quinn has used. Um, I wouldn't imagine the cost of living is much cheaper in Germany. So how do they do it? I wonder. I think the difference probably is that they're used to not having a minimum wage. To go from a minimum to nothing would take a hell of a lot of getting used to. So they know they don't know anything different. So, and I, I get what you're saying that they don't know anything different, but they still seem to. I mean, they have a well, they haven't got a flourishing economy at the moment, but it's in a lot less trouble. I think they've two percent unemployment only in Germany. We've oh, and we're we're you know we're we're upwards of fourteen percent unemployment. So, um, are we competitive enough? Do you think, Jim? 
Um, I mean, if you look at the Germans, we all know the German model is they're probably a lot better organized than, than the Irish economy. They're much better structured in a lot of ways. So if they have the structure in place and they're able to cope with no minimum wage, then we would literally have to go from 8.65 an hour to nothing. And I just, I honestly would be, I would be in fear of people exploiting that and good people out there being truly exploited and just working for peanuts. What about where he says, and I, I, maybe you can understand this better than I can, I think I know what he's getting at, but he said, he said, I've always argued that a number of jobs don't exist at certain wages, so we'd have far more people working and willing to work if they were able to be paid a lower amount than the minimum amount. So is he talking about lowly jobs? Yes. So, yeah. what, so what, somebody who is, for want of a, a better example, somebody who's cleaning tables or somebody who's... Yeah, I mean, if you're, if you're looking at... If, if, if you go of the days before we had a minimum wage, so the lowly jobs or the lower jobs that people would perceive would be working in a kitchen, things like that, you know, where you're just cleaning up or you're sweeping floors or whatever. Um, and then you go to people who are possibly uh, picking veg and fruit during the summer, all that, they all still have to be paid minimum wage. If you do away with the minimum wage, you're going to go back to these people being paid 150, what, two euros an hour. So it would be absolutely exploitative, you think? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that people who just say, for your example, for the, for, you know, because we're using it as an example, people who work in a kitchen or a cleaner or somebody picking fruit and veg, should they be paid 8 65 an hour? Again, I think the 8.65 is too high. Owen, hi, you're on 98 FM. How are you doing? Uh, how are you doing, John? What do you think? Yeah, I think it should be scrapped, abolished entirely. Really? Yeah. Um, well, we didn't have it in the 90s. Okay. Um, when the country was actually growing, when employ- unemployment was actually dropping. When did, when did minimum wage come in? Uh, it was in the late 90s. I think it was 98 or 99. Okay. And ever since, our unemployment rate has gone up. From, from around 4% up to 14% now. Um, we also have job bridge where people get paid five euros an hour anyway. Yes, but that, that is supported by, that's supported by social welfare and, it, and it's... Exa- exactly. It's, it's, so it's, you ba- exactly. So you have the government are paying people five euros an hour to work, but employers can't. Should there be... You, you, okay, so you're saying minimum wage should be scrapped completely. Would it not lead to mass exploitation of people? No, because the market the market will find the bottom. So if you have if you have like this is all back to Karl Marx. Karl Marx was the very one who basically came in and said, Look, there's gonna be this fight between employers and employees. The people don't have to work if an employer is only prepared to offer two euros an hour. Somebody doesn't have to work for it. So it'll eventually find a balance where employers and employees are happy to allow people to work. And you also have to remember people say that are disabled who can't work up to, say, 8.65 an hour. They may be able to do €7 an hour worth of work, but they're not allowed to be employed, which is actual discrimination against disabled people. Tell me, say that again, Owen. Say it again. Well, if, if say, I was... If somebody in a wheelchair who, say, can't do the same amount of work, say, if they went to work for Tesco's, they can't do 8.65 an hour worth of work. Right. If they were able to get a job for €7 an hour, they're actually being discriminated against by the government by not being allowed to work because they couldn't do the work of somebody being paid 865 an hour. But do they not get paid the, the same minimum wage as anybody else would? But if they're not capable of doing it, they won't get a job. 
that's true, but I think we're, we're going into a whole, I suppose we're going into a whole different no, field. Uh, well, that, that's true, but if, if, you, if you discriminate against people that aren't capable of doing work up to a standard of 8.65 an hour, then they're forever going to be on social welfare. Interesting what you said about uh, the market, let the market dictate. Would, if there were a whole raft of people, and you don't think this would ever happen though, if there were a whole raft of people who were willing to do a job for three euro an hour, you don't think that would be sustainable? You don't think that would ever happen, do you? No, but if, if, if say, everybody in the local shop was being paid three euros an hour, that would be the cost of everything coming down. So the cost of living would actually drop as well. Because you'd, you'd automatically, the guy who's producing the food, the guy who's delivering the food, the guy who's selling the food, they're all, they're, they have a lower cost base. So the actual cost of the economy drops. The cost of everything, when you buy it in the shop, would drop as a result of lower cost to the employer. And you believe it's as simple as that. Let, let me stay there for a, a second, Owen. Um, I want to bring Michael in on this. We're talking about uh, Fergal Quinn's idea of completely scrapping minimum wage and basically allowing people to work for whatever they can. He said it would bring up employment um, and it would make us more competitive. Should minimum wage be scrapped? Say with me, own 1850-22-9898. If you want to get in on this or text me on 52981. Michael, how are you doing? How you doing? Good evening to you, John. Good evening, uh, Michael. What do you think? Well, I was just listening to your last uh, uh, speaker there. Uh, again, we all took a hit when the recession started of 10% in our wages. Mm. And that was nearly every company, including the public service. And believe you me, John, nothing went down. <laughs> we, we had the same prices for absolutely everything. So there was no correlation between the two. And if you take the states where waitresses, you know, wait on, on minimum wage or on, on an agreed wage and hope that they get enough tips, I mean, that's no security for anybody to live under. So the minimum wage has one good thing. At least somebody that's honest knows what they're, what they're going to have between you know, January and December, where if you eliminate that, you could have the people being told by September, well, your wage has gone down by 10% for no other reason than the company wants to increase their profits. What about what Owen said, that the market will dictate? Owen is still on the line, by the way. No, I don't think so. I mean, we've got 400,000 people unemployed, and... Um, you know, the correlation is between the social welfare and the minimum wage. That's what we should be looking at. But, um, the, you know, taking somebody in for three euro an hour and they can't feed themselves is just a disaster. We, like, we already have people that have full-time jobs that are still going back to the government for assistance because they can't make a living uh, with what they're doing. Do you believe, Owen, because Owen is still there, do you believe, Owen, that that would change if it was a free market? Oh, 100%. Well, the reason, the reason that costs haven't gone down as much as they should have done is because the rate of tax has increased. Now, the cost, the cost of employing somebody isn't just the wage that you give them. It's also the taxes that you pay on their behalf. Mm. Yeah. So if you're paying, if you're paying uh, taxes on a person's behalf, an employer's section of your side, that is also, you know, so you can pay somebody 10 euros an hour. But if they cost you 12 euros an hour, the cost is 12 euros, 2 euros in tax, 10 euros an hour. And, like, if, if minimum wage solves the problem, surely we could just put the minimum wage up to 20 euros an hour and everybody would be wealthier. It actually costs inflation. Does that make sense to you, Michael? I agree with him about uh, the, the employer's cost, but, like, the, the conversation was about minimum wage, actually what a person gets into their hands. 
and you know we have to keep some some formality on that or else we, we'll just keep going down to the lowest common denominator because nobody that's in business will ever pay any higher than they, they really they need want to. to. Yes, what, what about what Fergal Quinn, I'll put this to the two of you, um, we're talking about minimum wage by the way, 53981 to comment is the number, um, should minimum wage be scrapped? It is 865 an hour now, it was lowered by the previous government and then brought back up, it was lowered by a euro, brought back up. Um, Fergal Quinn has said, he said, I've always argued that a number of jobs don't exist at certain wages and I reckon, if, if you both agree with me or not, I don't know that, and Jim agreed that he's talking about very lowly type of jobs that don't deserve, I suppose, or don't command 865 an hour. Um, do you agree with Jim, either of you, that it should be lowered, that there has to be some kind of a level, a, a, a level playing field, but that it should be lowered, that 865 is too, is too much? Well, the, the, question, the question is, when's the last time somebody pumped your petrol? When you, went to, when you went to a petrol station 15, 20 years ago, people came out on the forecourt and pumped your petrol. They don't do that anymore. Mm. So that's a job gone as a direct result of minimum wage. Is it as a direct result or is it because technology has kind of, I mean, you can, you can put your credit card in now and it'll pump it for you. Do you know what I mean? So oh, yeah, but that's, that's only last three, four, five years. Mm. But people have, I haven't seen anybody do that in 15 or 20 years. What would yeah, you well, think, Michael? Well, uh, again, about the pumps, uh, all, all, all of the petrol stations now are actually shops, and the guys behind the till serving you anything from butter to the newspaper, and that's how you're you're supposed to put the fuel in uh, yourself, you know, because they're not going to have people leaving the, the till unattended to come back out. But, again, it's, it really comes down to what's the correlation between the the dole or, or the job Social seeker welfare, really yeah, on, yeah, yeah. and the middle one as well. And right. if, the, if it takes something for the kickstart again, the government should look back and say, are industries, are employers being penalised too high? And take it from there rather than take it from the minimum wage. And that would, you know, certainly might help. All but right. as I said previously, 10% off everybody's work uh, and it made no difference to the economy. Absolutely okay. none. Michael Owen, good talking to you both. Thanks a million. Okay, John, Thanks thank a you. lot. Very mixed opinions on this. Some saying yes, we should absolutely kick out minimum wage, get rid of it. Some people saying no, that uh, we can't because people will just be exploited. 8.65 an hour, Fergal Quinn, Senator Fergal Quinn thinks it should be scrapped. Should it be scrapped, minimum wage? Are there some jobs that just don't command 8.65 an hour? 1850, 22, 98, 98. Give me a call on that or if you want to comment 53981 is the number Biba how are you doing I'm great thanks very much how are you I'm good thank you lovely name um, now what do you think Biba so I think number one this is a very depressing conversation do you know what I mean I think times are very hard as it is Yeah. so when you talk about minimum wage like I do the payroll I won't mention the company because sure. they'll all be asking for a pay rise but um I do the payroll for 50 people every week right mm. and I, I just can't understand how people survive and a lot of our staff are on much higher than minimum wage. Like, we have some people on minimum wage, and then they're taxed on top of that. They're PRSI, they're USC charges, everything. And they just come home with such little money. Yeah. I don't understand. Personally, I haven't. I said it to one of our executive managers. I said, I think the minimum wage should be 10 euros an hour. Like, to be honest with you, this conversation I've been listening to, there's a lot of people out there who they can't afford maybe to hire people, okay? But there's a lot of people who are, it's all slave labour. Yes, I, agree. I, I absolutely like, agree with let's, you. Let's, yeah. in, in Ireland, we kind of live in a sugar-coated idea of niceness. Like, there's a lot of very nasty people out there, and I've, I've met many of them who treat people, especially foreigners, 
um, about and who, who are working off the books. As, as they're slaves anyway, for starters. There's no other word for it, modern day slavery. But even people who are on age 65, if you put them on, uh, if I say, right, well, we're going to offer you four years an hour, that's slave labour. In my eyes it is, because some people aren't worth it. You get some really lazy people who just don't want a job and they're just doing it for whatever reason. Mm. But if if someone is very good at their job, right, and they put yes. 100% in and their mind is on the job and they care about the company, that person's worth an awful lot of money. Of, of course they are. Of course they are. You've brought up an, an interesting point. Do you think that the vulnerable, more vulnerable people would be exploited? No, they, no that's the fact is that they will be. They will be exploited. When you say that there are some, you know, that, that you, and you've used some interesting language as well, you know, you, and you've said that we lived in a very, very sugar-coated, so everybody believes everybody else is very nice. and that. Oh, we're nice, we're a company, we can't afford it. Let me tell you, I'd say 80% of the people out there don't want to give it. And there's some companies that genuinely can't afford it, and that's fair enough. But I think there's a lot of people out there who just aren't interested in handing their money over to people who's making them the money. What, really. about, what about what Owen said? He said, if minimum wage was scrapped, the market would dictate, you know, so nobody would go and work for four euro an hour and they'd just tell you to feck off if you offered it. Is is that leaving it too much to chance? I mean, I suppose unions, and I, as I said, unions are a dirty word now because they've become probably mm. something else yeah. that, that they were originally intended for. But, you know, unions fought for, you know, it's like, well, sure, look, we might as well employ a couple of kids as well on the side and well, give them, you know, give them, give them, give them an, a euro an hour and that's fine. Do you think it, it, we would go right, right the way to the bottom? I think, personally, I think, I was just discussing it there with my mother, like, if you have someone who's young, right, and they're not qualified, they're not really worth minimum wage at the moment, okay, okay. because you can get the girl next, the girl who's been working in seven years doing it, okay, so that's not equal. So he could be on a trial for six months of five euros or something, right? Or say if you have trial period for five euros an hour, and then after it's evaluated, and if you're good at your job, then it goes up to minimum wage or or whatever it is. But I just think to cut out minimum wage, this it's. I just think the repercussions won't affect us directly now. It'll happen in 20 or 30 years. I just think exploitation will m- manifest itself in so many ways, and it will fester like a virus exploitation will, because there's a lot of people listening who exploit people. I've met a lot of people who have been exploited, and in all the wrong ways. And I just think, taking away the minimum wage, you know what that's like to them? That's like a free ticket. God, Bibi, I have to tell you, you're a great speaker. You're a great speaker. Look, it's been a great points. Lovely talking to you. Okay, thanks very much. Thanks Best a look anyway. Thanks okay, a lot. Take care. Thanks a Bye. lot. Okay, minimum wage, should it be scrapped or not? And what do you think about what Bibi said, 53981? She said, it is like a virus that will fester. Do you agree, David? Uh... Yes, well, and I tell you, I wouldn't um, work for any less than the minimum wage. You wouldn't, and and do are there some jobs that? What about what Biba said? Okay, you know, if you if you go if you go five euro an hour if you're very young, and you have a probation period, and then you go up to minimum wage, is that fair? Um. Well, maybe that could be fair, but de- definitely, at, well, in the work that I do, I wouldn't work any less than the minimum wage. I'd work, I'd definitely, I'd look for more, but I'd be happy. The minimum wage, I would be happy with, but no less than the minimum wage. Do you agree with Biba when she says that people will be exploited and that it'll just be slave labour? Yeah.
it would it would be just slave labour. And would would that senator would he work for less than the minimum wage? Well, he possibly wouldn't. But I suppose you know his his opinion. I suppose is as valid as anybody else's. You know, he he's he's done very well in Superquin. I don't think he's exploited people. I think Superquin are very good with their pay and they, and they you mm-hmm. know. Uh, do you think it would discourage people from going out looking for work? I I, I it probably would. It would. You think it would? All right, listen, yeah. David. David, good talking to you. Thank you very yeah. much. Okay, thank you. Thanks bye. a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Five three ninety eight one is the text number uh, at this stage. Should minimum wage be scrapped or not? John, hi, you're on ninety eight FM. What do you think? Yeah. Good evening. Um, actually, it would have a domino effect on society as it is. A domino effect uh, in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, huge. Huge. Um, uh, yeah. Huge. All right. Because. If society is to lose the minimum wage, um, therefore people wouldn't be able to pay their bills. And as society as it is, a lot of people are in distressed mortgages. Mm. And if the wages are to go down, then more and more and more people would be in distressed mortgages. Do you do you agree when Owen said and Jim said um, that? You know, there are some jobs that maybe do not merit eight sixty-five an hour, and it's stopping employers from, I suppose, from somebody getting their foot in the ladder, from somebody getting in doing anything because what they're qualified for is is, I suppose, is 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 a very manual job, like as in fruit picking or vegetable picking, or a cleaner or working in a kitchen, um, and if you were to give them a lower rate, maybe seven. 65 or 665 an hour that the, it would give them employment would you agree with that it would if the bills went down there'd be there's still the same jobs okay um there'd be no extra jobs for other people therefore there'd be no um no increase in employment mm. it just it would be an open market for employers and not for the employees and like i said it will have a knock-on effect because if the wages go down and those it is two euros a week, uh, 40 hours, 80 euros, like that's 400 euros a month that can actually pay for their certain bills. I mean, as I was saying, if if you can't pay off your loans, the banks would then not loan to the people in society. So they're, they're, hard, they're hardly loaning anyway, but there you go. It would probably mean, it would mean everything would have to be restructured, but look, it's just, we're, we're floating it out there. Listen, John, good talking to you. Thank you very much. Take okay, care. thanks a million. We have another John on the line. Hiya, John. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. What do you think? I think the whole thing needs to be looked at again. Um, a minimum wage as such doesn't work anymore. The whole social welfare system doesn't work anymore because you have a situation now where if you go out in the morning and you're looking for somebody to clean your house and you're willing to offer them 10 euros an hour mm. and you want to put that through the social welfare system if you want to pay PRSI on it, the chances are you'll find it, but I found it exceptionally difficult to actually find somebody who's willing to, to, to take the 10 euros an hour because the minute they heard that it was going to be put through the books, they say, no, I can't because my, it'll affect my dole, it'll affect this, it'll affect that. Yeah. So the minimum wage of, of eight euros makes no difference because they wouldn't be willing to take the work at 10 euros. So you, you come into this situation where the social welfare system affects every employer. So if you are running, say, I know uh, some manufacturing companies and they find it very difficult to get people to work for minimum wage because again social welfare is such that there's only a few euros in the difference so I think I would look at it a different way and I'd say it's time to scrap the minimum wage but it's also time to scrap social welfare and what you need to do is start thinking it in terms of offering everybody this idea of a minimum wage 
So everybody, instead of having a tax-free allowance, you get, say, €5,000. So everybody who's of a certain age who's, right. who's able to work would get a, a guaranteed €5,000. And after that, no matter what you earn, that, that, that continues and then that becomes taxable. So you start off day one, you have a €5,000 which the state will effectively pay you. So if you're out of work, you get €5,000. If you start working and you get, you know, an extra 1000 or 2000 yeah. but that 2000 is added to the 5000 so then you get seven or eight or 10 or 20000 whatever it is. But that 5000 is just the first floating salary that everybody in the state is entitled to uh, instead of social welfare. Okay, so it completely changes the way social welfare. So there is an incentive to go and work. And there would be, is there no minimum at all? There's no minimum wage and there's no social welfare system as such. And what there is now is there is a basic salary, if you like, that you get paid as being a state, as being part of the state. So therefore you get your standard 5,000 euros. The figure would have to be worked out, but whatever that standard wage is that everyone in the state is entitled to. And then if you work, regardless of how much, you know, whether it's five years an hour or 10 years or 20 or 30 years an hour, that that goes on top of this 5,000 and that becomes your salary. God, it's interesting. It's interesting. Uh, let's bring Billy in at this. We have a text him. Why don't you take, they're to- talking to me, obviously, why don't you take six euro an hour? Um, do you deserve but more? But nobody would take six euros an hour. You see, this is the point. If you have a job in the morning and you advertise it and you offer six euros an hour, nobody will come and take it. So we have advertised jobs where we've offered 10 euros an hour and nobody will take the job. And it's because welfare will pay more than, than if you pay if you pay for everybody. Nobody will take it. We, I've, I ran an ad uh, at the Irish Times and it's uh, also ran on the jobs board and we were offering uh, 10 euros an hour and we couldn't yeah. get anyone. I even put it on the far side and I couldn't get anyone. Uh, it's interesting. Billy, stay there with me uh, for a second, John. Billy, hi, you're on okay. 98 FM. How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, just a couple of points. Sure. Uh, that girl, Beba, uh, she was 100% of all the callers listening tonight. She's, she's spot on, she was. Yeah, she was spot on, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Frederick Reno has been a great businessman himself, but that's the most stupidest thing I've ever heard him saying in his life. Absolute codswallop. The second thing is, like me, like everybody else that took pay cuts, uh, uh, say six years ago, I'd be earning about 600 clear. Mm. Beyond you know, if I was working now, my wife was working, but I'm not. But if I was sure. I, in my job, I'd be earning 300, right? Yeah. I still have the same mortgage like everyone else. Uh, I have different ESP bill and gas bill because they've gone up much higher. Yeah. Uh, recently, the ESP wanted an increase of something like eight, but this government gave them nine or ten. And then, thirdly, I don't want to take the, put the private sector against the public sector, but any cuts that are made in public sector pay, the government sees a saving. But the private sector, anyone that takes a pay cut in the private sector, you, yourself included, nobody gets only the benefit of 98 FM or whatever company you're working for. The state doesn't get it. Um, and I mean, what, what John is saying now, and it, it isn't complicated, but if there was, if minimum wage was to be scrapped, um, it would mean that it would mean that the whole social welfare system would have to be rejigged it would completely. mean it would mean John that would that would be a hell of a lot more people on social welfare say we say for our figures we uh, done away eight sixty five and put it down to say six euros you fought so forty euros you work that's two hundred and forty euros mm. sure if someone could get one hundred and eighty eight euros that are single on the dollar so why would they want <laughs> to work going to work 
I don't know. Well, well I'll put it out there. Five three ninety eight you know? one. If if you got uh, so, what is the difference, Billy? Do the maths for me there. The difference is what? Difference would be about sixty euros. Sixty euros. Would you? Would would would? But just let me put it out first, John, and then you can make your point. Would you work for sixty euro extra than the dole per week? Five three ninety eight one. Would you? If if minimum wage was scrapped, and just interested to see would people go on, John? Make your point. But that's the point about our whole system. It's so completely crazy. Um, this idea of an entitlement that people believe that they have an entitlement to a, a salary from the state of, you know, that's going to be greater than the minimum wage, or that's going to be greater than the, the, the eight euros or five euros that some employer is willing to pay. That's the madness. I mean, how can we survive as a country when we're paying a third of everything that comes in is going in, being paid directly into social welfare? Mm. So you've, we've created a, a, a dependent society which is dependent on this money that's coming in. And our whole attitude in terms of being, you know, uh, a trading nation, a nation that's into uh, commercial decisions, making products that actually sell, is, is being is being effective. We need to really completely relook at the whole system, the social welfare system. When when somebody is when somebody is willing to turn down a job on the basis that they get more from social welfare, we have a big problem as a country. There's, well, John, there's John. text hang on for one second there's text coming in for you John because I have to move on to lean for a second we're, we're getting tight for time uh, text for you John saying who's your man John he's generalising not everyone will turn their nose up at a job for a 10 euro an hour ask him to advertise the job he's trying to fill right now on your show and I'll take it um, so there you go some people are saying that they wouldn't um, and, and that is that is how tough things are but you know um uh, people are saying yes I would work for 60 euro uh, extra to have something to do so there you go listen Billy and and, okay. and uh, Billy and John I have to move yeah, on good talking to you okay thank bye. you very much thanks thanks, thanks John bye. as well bye. thank you Liam hi you get the last word on this how are you doing how are you John uh, what do you think um, I think that I was saying to your researcher it's ironic that in the 100 year anniversary of the 1913 lockout mm. we're now talking about bringing people back onto subsistence wages the fact of the matter is that no matter how much we've t- tightened our belts we're the people that's paying for everything and they still like for example yeah. there's a call goes out um, buy Irish buy Irish it'll increase Irish jobs and Irish industry the fact of the matter is that the Irish don't get the jobs they want to they want to do away they want you to buy Irish they want to increase their capital they want to do away with the minimum wage because so that they can employ migrant workers for maybe five euros or four euros an hour. Workers that are living maybe six or seven to a room. That's what they want. What Bieber said is they will treat people like slaves. That's exactly what it's about. The unions were formed a hundred years ago to actually stop people from eating out of the bins in Thomas Street and James's Street and living and, and living on scraps. That's the reason why the unions were formed and why people were why they tried to get decent wages. Remember, we're not long, we're not that far uh, far away from having lived in in dugouts and lived in lived in shelters in bogs. Tell me, Liam, in your opinion, are, are unions fit for purpose anymore? The, the, the thing about it is that they have always a purpose. The, the trade union movement during the Celtic Tiger went into coalition with the governments. Mm. And as a result of that, 
they now find themselves that that their their uh, the, the rights of workers because we've had this agreement for so long for the last twenty years. Now they're agreeing to to eradicate the uh, the rights that have been gathered over the years. They want people. The 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 employer's job is to make money for their shareholders. That's their job. You've been listening to a ninety eight FM podcast. Download more at 98FM.com.